Hello, Justine here and welcome to my metaphysical podcast, 10 Minutes of Esoterical Musings. Just imagine yourself sat in your front room with me with a cup of tea and also joined by fellow healer, Christian. Hi. So today we're talking about embodying the body and it's really about discussing the importance of um, integrating, even though we do a lot of energetic work, integrating the body as um, something to be sort of harnessed as a whole, mind, body, spirit, rather than getting carried away with just our uh, emotions or spirituality and forgetting about our body, which can become very common, especially when people start out in uh, their spiritual journey. Um, But also very common, we were talking earlier about things like um, chronic pain, which is something that I've I've suffered from in the past for many years. And it's the same with any kind of relationship. If you if you have a relationship with somebody who irritates you or you don't get on with you, you can tend to sort of distance them or ignore them or not want to have much to do with them. It's the same with the body. If you feel like your body is not supporting you or helping you or, or I mean, I'll admit I was in a mindset that it was kind of like an enemy of mine because it was creating pain all the time you can feel totally disconnected from it. Whereas your body is often actually trying to tell you, trying to help you, give you signals. Um, And it's about making a connection again and being very conscious about your body when you integrate your sort of spiritual, your energy, your emotional work as well, not just focusing on one thing. Plenty more to say, but over to you, Christian. I think for me it's really important to, to, to have that balance here. And as you mentioned in, in the intro, often spiritual work is focusing mainly on, on spirit and on, on mental activities. People sit there, meditate, or, or I don't know, they become to disregard the body. You see that a lot, the influence of, of Buddhism or so, no alcohol, no that, and people have a very yeah, healthy lifestyle in the in the general but a lot of it is not really daring to express the body and we are no longer used also to use body as a mode to expression. We have a very distinct set of movements that are accepted in society. People don't cry out, people don't laugh, so we we limit our body. And I think if we limit our body, we automatically limit also our spirit because I said mind, body, spirit is connected. And if you limit your, your bodily expression then obviously that also limits how you can express your spirituality and your and your, your mental activities. True. Well, our, our body is a physical container in which to sort of bring in our energetic sort of spiritual inputs. If we, if we have no container to bring it onto the earth, it just sort of sits up there um, and is of no practical use because our our sort of wisdom or downloads, however you wish to express it, is surely here to be of use in this in this physical world. But um, I'd like to focus more on the relationship of our body, our mind, our emotions. So when we get sick, um, if we're getting sick with um, a mental illness, we discussed this area as well. Your um, it will have a direct impact on your on your body. And vice versa, if you're if you're having physical symptoms, 
um, you can have a direct effect on how you feel emotionally, how it affects your mind, your mind, body and emotions are, um, you know, directly and very closely and strongly interlinked with, with each other. So when you're in a position and you don't feel great and you disassociate, you're cutting off from the ability to get to a place to listen to yourself, to to get more messages of what should you be doing or not doing to um, to feel better. Yeah, and it's something where you can also use for body to, to lift your whole energy. And I think it's an easy exercise everybody can do now. Just stand up, hunch really over, bow down your head, really go into a kind of yeah, grieving position and say, I'm feeling so great, I'm feeling so great. You will immediately see that doesn't fit. Your body posture and what you're saying doesn't fit. Similarly, throw yourself into a hero position, straight up, chest out and say, I'm so miserable, I'm so miserable. Again, that doesn't fit. So you can use the body to, to really lift you up or also, for example, in breath work, you can use the, the breath to get you into deeper levels of meditation, into deeper level of journey and so on. So we can really use the body as a tool in our spiritual work. And I think that's a wonderful wonderful thing to do. And I think you also incorporate a lot of body work into your yoga nidra, isn't it? Be it progressive muscle relaxation, be it the, the body scanning. Yes, well, in the yoga nidra, we do have the, sometimes we have the progressive muscle relaxation. What's interesting is that um, I guide you to tense your body and to relax it. But it's it's funny, you don't actually realize how tense you are until you consciously tense your body and then relax it and you think holy moly actually I had no idea I felt like that and it's the same with um, the body scanning the body scanning where we focus over the points of the body that's all about developing a, a better sort of mind body connection and sort of acknowledging and saying hello and giving energetic input into those spaces over the body but you know also I think it's about go back to mindfulness and slowing down because until you slow down and become more present you don't give yourself time to sort of acknowledge or feel how your body is feeling so I was saying uh, when I had chronic pain my shoulders were literally around my ears my shoulders were so high but I didn't realize that And it wasn't until I started doing some some training and body awareness that I had to really consciously train myself to drop my shoulders. And it's not until I was went into a grounding experience that I would realize, oh, my shoulders have crept up again. And um, you're going to think this is really weird. But most of the time when I realized my shoulders are really high was when I was sat on the loo going to the loo is quite a granting experience and you have to be quite mindful. You're, you're sat in one position, there's nowhere else to go, so you're quite present. I think you have a similar, a similar analogy to that that you've experienced. Yeah, definitely. One of the most mindful moments for me was in an overcrowded commuter train, which didn't move because of some signaling failures and I urgently needed a loo. <laughs> and it's really your mind can't escape. It's solely focused on one muscle in your body and it's just, yeah very mindful forget about all the power of now and so on ekatola and so on just trying to hold it in is it's a completely mindful experience okay. 
hopefully you're not having your dinner while you're listening to this. <laughs> I, I think you also see, for example, Wim, Wim Hoffman and his cold water, water method. I mean, many people have heard about Wim Hoffman and, and his, his work. And also here, his initial yeah, driver, why he does it, was the suicide of his wife, where he was then later on driving into or, or going into depression and so on and so forth. And he discovered that going into cold water helped him to coming more present, more mindful, and eventually get out of his depression. So again, a great example. I think many traditions, spiritual traditions, incorporate a lot of body work. In in Hawaiian, you have the you have the lomi lomi massage. In Ayurvedic medicine, you have a lot of body work, be it massage, be it oil work, and so on and so forth. So be it the sweat lodge in the in the more Northern American tradition. There's a lot of body work, and I think it's a great way of incorporating body work, hands-on healing, and so on into your spiritual practice. Mm. And I, I think you you bring up the cold water therapy. I mean, obviously, the Wim Hoffman's quite in a can be quite an extreme sort of um, method, but even down to having cold showers going in the sea. I mean, for myself personally, I found uh, going through menopause uh, again another example where you can suddenly be thrown into uh, a negative relationship with your body because it's suddenly doing something completely different to what you expect and doesn't feel great. So you can have that disassociation again. Going into cold water brings you, really brings you back to your body and you also get that feeling afterwards where you have that sense of vitality, feeling alive and having um, a good relationship, a better relationship or understanding with it again. And there are many other ways, uh, like dry bristle brushing the body, massaging yourself. Then there's also the sort of sensuality, the oils, and sort of the, you know, working with your own body yourself, which is different to having somebody else working on your body. Um, and physical movement, you know, there's there's all forms of exercise. But I always advocate when you're doing your sort of your movement especially things like yoga movement about bringing it back to being present while you're doing your exercise not just in the doing mode in the being mode in the present mode working on the breath the breath which can make your body hot there are different breath techniques make your body hot or can make your body feel colder more excited more slower and integrating all those things that that you can utilize when you're having one singular experience, say yoga, you can have it as a far more integrative uh, mind, body, spirit experience all together, rather than leaving one very important facet out of it, our body. Yeah, and I think with that, take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out, and we will see you next time. In a fortnight. Thank you for being here. <laughs>